Have a cup of tea. 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 Hi Dan. Hello. Hello and welcome to Sugary Brewer welcome Podcast. <laughs> podcast. In which every week, man. Every in week. which me, James, brewery, brewery brewer, and you, Danny, sugary sugar, discuss ourselves, which sounds incredibly narcissistic. Um, our weeks, our uh, what movies we've been watching. We discuss a different cup of tea each week, and we uh, we we. Review the tea in excruciating detail and rate it out of 10. And it has been noticed actually lately that the teas that we positively review, mm-hmm. their, their um, FTSE 100 index stock goes up by at least two points. So I think it's, it's, uh, we have power. Yeah, we're in tin influencers. Tea influencers. Tea influencers. How you been, Dan? Oh, you know, all right, I suppose. How you been? Oh, no, I want to you delve. weren't expecting the answer I, to be quite I, that short. I wasn't, you had a mouthful of wine. I want to delve more into your week. So, my week. Uh, Anna is currently away. Yep. She is on probably the, well, definitely the second day of <laughs> yeah. the evening. No matter how far they've walked, it's the second day. Yeah. So, Monday morning, Sunday morning we went to Collingwood stayed there yeah. overnight uh, with Jose Kung and Katrin and um, stayed in a really nice place at the very end of nowhere with a nice bush walk we went for a really lovely walk and then so they went for a, a pre-walk well me walk. and Anna no one else wa- Anna has bees in her bonnet bonnet bottom is that why she got a sting yeah she also got so there there was that'll teach her forever there was a risk on it so anna i was trying to get her not to do extreme sports the week before going away just in case she injured herself how many extreme sports do you do uh, on a weekly basis regularly it depends how you define extreme. Because if you ask me, we go for walks and bike rides quite that's often. That's pretty extreme. <laughs> yeah. For me, that's pretty extreme. Um, the, the day, you know, like a few days before, she she wanted to go up the hill and I talked her out of it just in case she, like, sprung her ankle or whatever. Sprung? Sprung an ankle. <laughs> oh, sprung an ankle, mate. I don't know. Sprung an ankle, mate. What's she going to do with a third ankle? I don't know. But it will get in the way yeah. of her walking properly. It might make it easier. So anyway, in the middle of the week, she got stung by a wasp. Sprung. She got sprung by a wasp. <laughs> ah, it's a wasp. Yeah. And um, her finger turned a bit sausage-like a couple of days later. And we were, were a bit are worried we talking, about her. Are we talking chipolata? More Chirita? like a frankfurter, but not as long, I think. Right. No. I mean, your finger's kind of already the thickness you of a frankfurter. You leave my finger out of this. Well, your fingers are my fingers thicker proper. than a frankfurter. Anyway, we digress. We went to Collingwood on Sunday, um, and then Monday morning, they headed off into the Heafy, and I drove back. I stopped at Poo Poo Springs um, near Takaka in Golden Bay. Absolutely beautiful. And went for a... It's a one-kilometre loop 
through Wild Bush, and then there's like I put some photos. I, I took some photos. I put them on the Facebook, but it was nice. I think that's possibly the first time I've ever gone on a walk on my own. And we're to, and sons, <laughs> sons, Anna or or Samba, obviously. Yeah, I mean literally on my own. Yeah, like for no other reason as to and it was it was early in the morning. Like they wanted to get up and go. Get up and go. Hey. As soon, they wanted to do that um, as early as possible. So we woke up, we ate breakfast and we went. And then like, then I headed back. And the weather was really nice. Mm. And I was there at like half nine or something. Or even earlier. It was half eight in the morning. I was the only one there. It was really nice and quiet. It was, it was nice. And then I headed back. And I called you to see if you wanted to uh, get a visit because I had loads of leftover food from the night yeah. before. I had like like two bowls full of salad and like a guacamole that I'd made, and I couldn't get a hold of you because I was entertaining um, our visitors, which was lovely. We had um, Richard and Daisy and their son Darwin came to visit. Um, this is a shout out to Richard. Hello, I hope you're enjoying your. Monday morning at work. I hope the film festival is going well. Hello, Richard. I'm sugary. <laughs> he is sugary, and I'm brewery. <laughs> um, so I, I wasn't checking my phone because I was, I was, I was being being social. Uh, social, which is fair enough. So, so you which, weren't, you weren't checking your trade me's or anything? I wasn't checking my trade me's though. Uh, what day is it today? Wednesday. Ah, uh, we got no trade me action. Oh, there so was a is bit trade me's always Thursday night. For me, is that just because so of the way so you I do have, it? I have. Like forty odd, constantly revolving, repeating, right? Repeating listings, listings, repeating listings, which doesn't matter when they they get relisted, whatever they sell, so they're spread out around the week. But I list ten to twenty one-off things which finish on a Thursday. Why do you do that? Because they um, always sell, and they're like dollar reserves. Why so Thursday? They, Oh yeah, no, that's that's asking me a question that I have no answer for. Is it so? I haven't you, I put no thought into it. Oh well, maybe you should move them maybe to a Wednesday or Friday, and then your phone won't be <laughs> pinging every time we re- record the show. That is inescapable and uh, impeccable logic that yeah. I will possibly follow up on. Except it's Wednesday. Yeah. So you never know. Exactly. And the fridge has just gone quiet. Welcome to Sugary <laughs> Brew, a podcast where we notice our fridges going quiet. <laughs> I don't listen to it. When, if I listen back, I don't hear the fridge. That must be my brilliant editing. Edit- <laughs> I'm almost um, certain it is. So, uh, what else has happened? So, every time... Anna's been to the Heafy before. Three years ago, she went into the Heafy. And just uh, during that time, I went down to Christchurch to see my grandmother, uh, who was unwell. And I had Samba with me. And just that weekend, while she was in the Hefe, was when he lost his sight in one eye. So, like, big drama happened, and it was quite stressful. Mm. This time, um, I sprung a leak. (laughs) (laughs) I was just... Funnily enough, I went... I was watering all the plants, because it was a hot day, so I was going out to water the plants for the second time, because if Anna... I'm under strict instruction. Yeah. If if Anna's plants die, then you die. I die. <laughs> no, she didn't say that, but she probably thinks it. And um, so I went round the front to 
put some water on Samba's tree. Yeah. And I noticed that the gravel had a big wet patch, but it was it'd been hot for two days, so and a little mound, so I was like, that's suspicious. So I moved the mound and there was like a little puddle of water, so I realised that... You immediately used your practical homeowner's logic and thought... And called the plumber. Okay, yeah. Get a man from the village in. So he said, um, he said to turn all... Make sure all the taps off are in the house. And if the pump thing is still ticking, like the water mm-hmm, tap mm-hmm, thing... Mm-hmm. So it's, it's basically the line between the street... This is an exciting podcast. Ooh. Oh, I don't know what happened there. I went, um, all, I went all trippy. The line between the street and the house has had split or yeah, something. Had split. Had split. It's had, had split. It's had split. So, um, plumber said dig. Plumber <laughs> And so I dug. And I found the, the uh, offending pipe. I'll tell you pipe. what, Dan. With content like this, we're going to go fucking viral. I know. It's, well, I can cut some of it no, out. No, don't you dare. If you think it's boring. Don't you dare. Um, so he got me to dig the hole, and then uh, he came today and fixed it. So, yay me. <laughs> it gave me something to something wear to as a badge of honour. When Anna comes back out, I can say, look, Anna, I dealt with this. I don't want to think all by myself. I didn't wait for you to come and dig it up for me. <laughs> it would have been better if you'd just... I'm going to cut that out. ...watched the water level rise and rise and yeah, rise. Yeah, yeah. Anna, I went oh. out and bought a rubber dinghy. <laughs> yeah. Because we seem to have sprung a mains leak. <laughs> oh, and here's a $10,000 water bill. <laughs> that arrived very suspiciously. Oh um, so yeah, that's about it. I didn't. And manage you've been to... you've been coping, living yeah, there so for the first time without without Samba, without or, anybody, or Anna for yeah a week. Um, it's I mean it's kind of easier because I don't have to deal with the responsibility of Samba. Sure. Um, on my own, when usually it would be something we did together, but. Um, yeah, no, I've I've been fine. I've not really been busy, so I've been kind of doing work and watching videos, like tutorials, and yeah, doing the sort of stuff I like to do, watering plants, and yeah, basically surviving. I've I've got too much food. This is like I came here early because I had like a big stockpile of food that was you like donated, guaranteed to go rotten. Donated mushrooms and broccoli to the cause, and bread and. Other things uh, like basically, Jose brought way too much food for everyone on Saturday night. Plus, Catherine brought a big salad. I brought a big salad and uh, a shitload a, of salad and the guacamole. And there was only like five of us. So what we didn't eat, which was most of it, came I back think, with me. I think they were secretly a little bit concerned about you providing for yourself while they were away. You reckon? I don't know. And they surreptitiously. <laughs> Filled your fridge. It's possible, but I mean, Anna and I cooked a big pot of um, like lentil curry before she left as well. So I've also got that, which today was the this afternoon I had it for lunch. That was the first time I've had it. Like before that, I was eating. I was just eating the same salad for lunch and dinner. It's slightly limper. (laughs) 
No, it was fine. It's wilted. But I mean, that's what I wanted to come and share it with you guys. Day six on Monday. It's runny it, lettuce. Yeah. No, uh, it was well. So one was like a roasted vegetable, <laughs> and the other one was yeah. There was no lettuce in it. But anyway, fascinating. <laughs> oh God, do how me. about your week? <laughs> I don't think I dead. I dead say. Oh, my week's been lovely. We had a, a terrific visit from uh, Richie and Daisy and Co. I think you already said that. I know I did, but I, I, <laughs> I was. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So um, I said it twice. <laughs> um, other than that, nothing to report really. Janie's um, home this week. Janie's home this week from work. Um, and you'll I'm leave. Going on holiday tomorrow. Tomorrow. Are you leaving tomorrow? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, you were gonna. Leave on Friday, weren't you? Yeah, you thought, fuck it. All right, good. Just going to get up and go. Get up and go. (laughs) Um, So that's terrifically exciting. Cool. Um, Unfortunately, the the forecast is is fairly atrocious for the next three days. Oh, dear. Um, Because I might be driving to Karamea on Friday. We're camping in Janie's parents' camper van. Um, Don't let me keep you. A deeply unprofessional podcast yawn. Forgive me. I can edit it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's about all really oh. um, so yeah having a, having a week off the market having had 10 weeks off the market due to Covid back for three I think I've earned myself a week off work mate fair enough yeah mm. um, alright well let's put the kettle on I guess and we'll be back after, after this, this. <laughs> welcome back this week we have Twinings of London Strawberry... Twinnings. Twinnings of London Raspberry... Twinnings of London. Twinnings of London Strawberry, Raspberry and Loganberry. Luscious and fruity. Which one are you? I'm luscious. I think I'm luscious. Whoa! I think you're fruity. 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 Naturally caffeine-free... Uh, a very impressive treat. Oh, God, did they? They did. When your afternoon calls for a sweet treat, our strawberry, raspberry and loganberry has you covered. This triple berry blend is rich and luscious. Perfect. Served chilled over ice or hot. It's easy to be swept away by this berry sensation. Right. Um, At the weekend, um, Daisy was putting... The box smells like cardboard. Go on. Daisy was putting um, soda Ooh, water, soda stream water, on t- into a cup with a fruit tea bag in it, and I had never thought to say that again. She did what? So just got a glass and a bit of ice and a tea bag and put fizzy water on it. How dare she! <laughs> <laughs> That's one of our listeners you're talking about, eh? I'm kidding. But you I've never done that. Daisy or, off, then or there'll be half as many listeners that, as we got. That's true. And it, Richard and, and won't be able infused, to listen if we upset Daisy. Right? It, 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 I didn't think it would be. I think it, I thought it, it would did, be. Uh, did I think the ones that say that they're hot or cold... Are the, this, is, this says hot or cold. Yeah, but I don't know what it is about them that actually makes them... Hot or cold. Maybe. I think if you put hot water in it, it's hot. No, but I mean... Do you think that even black tea can be brewed in no. cold water? I mean, yeah, but nah. But it'll be minging. Yeah, it's really weak and tepid. Oh, this smells... You might want to take the tea bag out. All right. It smells really... And also, she was then, in the evening, putting rum in it. 
So it was rum tea. Hadn't she drunk it in all that time? No, a different cup, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I get out. Um, this smells very, very strongly fruity. Is it super hot? Because it's pretty super hot. I huh? should probably pick it up because that's literally what the boy. I've tangled the fingers up in my headphone cord. What are you and doing? I'm all stuck. Right, I'm going in. Oh, it's really hot. It's really hot. Careful. Oh, I like it. Oh, I like it. It, it's fruity without tasting too, like generically fruit. every single fruity yeah. so I can't that's that ah fuck <laughs> <laughs> it, I think it's these mugs that are hot, like they burn your knuckles if they get too close to you so you can't this should come with a, a knuckle warning well the mug should <laughs> right let me, where are the ingredients I'm looking on this whole the ingredients box. were on the tea bag so get a tea bag no no out. no no there are here. Uh, no, right. no 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 hibiscus hi <gasps> fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost dropped that all over myself put because tea, my knuckle the tea touched down, the tea bag. <laughs> Jesus, I think I actually burnt my knuckle. <laughs> that was a live tinge. <laughs> fuck, man. Swearing on the podcast. So, only because I burnt myself. He burnt his knuckle. Janie hurt me shouting. Yeah, there was a live tea injury. Would you like a cup of tea pie? Um, I I would not because I'm still so full from that meal. Oh, Janie cooked Mm, up dinner tonight. Janie cooked a lovely stir fry. Hubba bubba. It was delightful. Yeah, it was was the best stir fry I've had in a long time. The best meal you've had here ever, right? (laughs) Possibly. Motherfucker. No, I'm... I'm, Yeah, for for the record... The me- the every record. meal has been equally fantastic here. I don't think I've, we've this ever had nine, a dud. Nine out of six to nine. Oh, definitely a nine out of yeah. six to nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah can we have easily. a sip of our tea? Then you can, you can be part of the tea conversation. But it's really effing hot. Very fruity. It is, isn't it? It's... You are. Mm. You're very okay. fruity. Well, I might just wait a moment then. Janie, out of me and James, who would you say is luscious and who would you say is fruity? Question, isn't it? Is it planet or gannet? Is it luscious or fruity? <laughs> well, I think I have to say James is luscious. You absolutely I? fucking 100% what? do. means you're a bit fruity. Dude. I am not having Janie say, uh, Yeah, fair attitude. enough. I, I reckon Danny's luscious. Both luscious and fruity, though. Oh. See, you've left that a little bit too late and it's sounding a little bit like, you know. Well, that leaves me with being naturally caffeine-free. <laughs> Which you are. Yep, that's true. So, hibiscus. Before I, before I terribly burnt my knuckle on it. That was mugs, really close to you. These mugs are very much designed for people with very slender fingers. Me and James, our knuckles, especially James, I imagine, but he's not... All right, mate. <laughs> well, we already established that... the. My fingers are like frankfurters and you're and a mine are like Budavos jumbo you know sausages. When I was a kid, there's this thing in New Zealand called Hubba Bubba. I don't know if it's in other countries. I got stop. Can I stop? No this? way! This is going to be another <laughs> fucking bubblegum episode. You haven't listened to last week, have no. you? I thought last week's tea, tea was like bazooka bubblegum, which is what I used to have when I was a kid in Israel. Really? So this is like Hubba Bubba. All right, I'll, I'm going to... Do they make Hubba Bubba? Yeah, they do. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hubba Bubba. Maybe it's like the one that was red with pink on the inside. Hubba Bubba tea. 
Hubba bubba tea. Hubba bubba tea. Hubba bubba tea. We're going to have to re-record Hubba bubba tea. Hubba bubba tea. Hubba bubba tea. So, um, what, what, well, we know. What? What can you taste in it? Hubba bubba. And tea. Hubba bubba. Strawberry flavour. gone off the rails, man. Strawberry. Strawberry flavour. I think we jumped the shark. Our survey said, bing, 11% strawberry flavour. Oh, is it strawberry flavour with no explanation of what the flavour is? Strawberry flavour? It doesn't say it's strawberry, actual strawberry. Does it have a sweetener in it? It's very sweet. Uh, I'll just carry on reading. It might have Orange stevia Orange peel, blackberry leaves, apple pieces, rose hip, raspberry, flavour. Nope. Raspberry flavour, 4%, comma. <laughs> Licorice root, which can't, licorice I can't, I know it's in everything, but we can't really taste it. And loganberry flavour. So each of the fruity flavours in here is flavour, not fruit. But at least it says what it tastes of rather than just generic, generic flavour. And there's no sweetener by the looks of it. it I mean, so the apple pieces. The flavour itself bee. may well be sweetened. I don't know. I mean, it might have. Might have. Um, so what's a loganberry? Loganberry is big long boysenberry. It looks a bit like a. <laughs> Why do you say that erotically? <laughs> big, big long, long boysenberry. Boysenberry. Luscious and fruity. Luscious and fruity. Can I edit that? I'm actually Stop. getting quite aroused. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's making me uncomfortable yeah, me again. Too. You're pointing at my cup of tea. For it's a not reason. too hot to drink now. Might be. And my knuckles not burning. I've I've learned oh, smells like I've learned the hard way. Hubba bubba. Hubba bubba. Hubba hubba. hubba. Oh it's very hot on me old bottom lip. Jesus. On me old bottom lip. Me old bottom lip. It tastes like every single fruit tea it does actually. in the world. Mm. The first sip didn't. But mm -hmm. as I continue to sip it, it's sip coating it. my mouth in that kind of like Generic fruit tea. Generic fruit tea. Flavour. Sort of like uh, almost lemony, citrusy kind of coating. I'm no citrus at all. No, not... Yeah. <laughs> no, not what I just said. <laughs> yeah. I love you. Yeah. No, no I don't know. Like, I think it's metallic is what I'm looking for, not citrus. Like, it's more like, like a metallic. Basil-y. Bas you know how basil gives you that metallic no, taste? Not really. <laughs> all right. Only Thai basil. Welcome to the final ever episode basil. of Sugary Brew. The penultimate episode. <laughs> Can I go now? Yeah, if you like. <laughs> no one's going to ask me to stay. I wasn't actually invited in the first place, was I? You're always invited. Yeah, I don't yeah, like that at all. It's, no, it's, it's, it's everything that's wrong with generic. Yeah, I like that too. The Proustian rush that it gave you. So, the, as I breathe out, I get strawberry notes. Mm hmm. You pretentious fuck. <laughs> but the rest of the time, I just get generic fruity fruit. I'm going to breathe out. I'm going inside to do some weeding. Okay, bye. It's more important than our podcast, is it? Are she going to do any weeding in the dark? She means watering. Oh. I can't breathe out. I don't know how to breathe out. How do you mean breathe out? You can't breathe out your nose. <laughs> oh, out your nose, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, breathe out your nose and it will intensify the taste of your mouth. Okay.
push air out of your nose by moving your tongue in with your the liquid mouth. in my mouth. No, 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 no. Swallow. <laughs> Jesus. That's like circular breathing on your dinge, isn't it? With hot tea in your mouth, probably not a good idea. You don't know what I'm talking about. I don't do you? know what you're talking about at all. So uncouth. Right. So, I'd give that yeah. a five out of ten. Yeah, not not our favourite. Every fruit tea you've ever tasted. So having in hindsight, I think cranberry and pomegranate might taste very much like this when we get down to it, if we well, ever have it. I'm running out of cheap money tea at the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well we still have a couple of uh pucker teas. I... And we have we are gonna tee up <laughs> Hey! hey. I, I accidentally made you that. You caught yourself punning. Um, um, Daisy's got some homemade peppermint tea that we're going to try one week. Okay. And um, Mr. Chai's um, off-the-shelf chai we're going to make one week. So that's a couple more weeks. Although... So panic not, listeners. We yeah. have at least two more episodes in us <laughs> coming your run way. Out. If you've got tea that you'd like us to taste, send it in to yes. uh, P.O. Box 473. And we'll by, be back. by then, I might have learned how to drink whilst breathing out through my nose to no, get the strawberry after while you're drinking. You do it now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back after this. Welcome back. Welcome, Jolly. Jolly. Welcome, Welcome, Jolly, Jolly back, back to Jolly. Sugary Brewer podcast in which... Shut up and sugary shut brew. Shut up and sugary, that's right. I was listening sugary to Sugary brew and sit down. I was listening to shut up and sit down of the week and I thought, oh, we just did nick that totally. Do they, do they, do, do they still do that? They do, yeah. Jolly, oh. welcome, jolly. Well, it's ours now. Mm-hmm. Um, if they do it, I'm so going to sue them. Sue them. Bef- soothe them. Before we uh, get into what we just watched, which... Um, is the Ruttles the Ruttles from 1978 car pie movie uh, so I watched a couple of films this week before Anna left we watched a couple of movies uh, one is kind of family movie with Tom Hanks in it called Finch about is a post-apocalyptic movie I think it was probably the one that was being filmed in Australia when he got COVID right, right about a man, his dog, and a robot he builds. He's a robotics expert. Um, to he knows he's dying of radiation poisoning, and he's creating the he's building the robot to be to look after his beloved dog. The film was distinctly average, but but a, a comfortable passing of well, an hour and a half. It was fine. You know, it was fine. Anna has an, uh, is an aversion to watching anything with dogs in it, doesn't she? I do too, usually, because usually the dog dies. This one, the owner dies. And the Brilliant. Dog's, the dog's fine. Um, and you were, you were so more the, comfortable with that? Well, the film, the film didn't really move me, but it really, like, ups, like I got really upset about Samba. <laughs> oh, dude. For the first time in months, like, I hadn't... Like, I don't know what it was. It was just, like... I mean, obviously, I know what it was. It was, like, <laughs> pulling my heartstrings yeah. about how much this man loves his dog. And there was just a cute dog that 
is, you know, he just gets a lot of close-ups. So, yeah, that upset me. And how me. did that, how did that, what, what did upset Danny look like? I mean, did, were you having a cry? Did you just feel a bit uncomfortable? Tell me what, how that, how yeah, that I, manifested. I had a cry. Oh, mate. But the weird thing was that it was, <laughs> it's a bit, well, it's a bit then silly. Then you feel like a... Tip no, because like it, by this it was just film, after Tom you? Hanks died, and I was just like quietly, like um, you know, getting thinking about Samba more and more. Yeah, and then bit of I dust just, in your I eye. I couldn't, I couldn't really hold it back. And then I was like, "Is this film making you cry?" And I was like, <laughs> oh, "No." I was like, "No, it's not the film. I just miss Samba." And she was like, "Oh," and that was that. So that that's was that. Beautiful. Kind of, I suppose. But anyway, yeah, the man, film's very average. <laughs> um, but on, sometimes, I mean, a film like that is designed to pull at the heartstrings, right? Yeah. It's, it's, um, and it sounds like you know you you were a, a trigger for 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 an emotional response that you probably had building up that you probably well, needed. You I know? think it may have been building up from the other movie that I saw which was probably the day or two before, which is called Nine Days, which is a movie I really enjoyed. And I, I'm not, only going to briefly gloss over it now because I, I really would like you to watch it yep. too. Um, Nine Days is is pretty much like a, a, a very small budget, independent science fiction sort mm-hmm. of movie Um Set in a sort of limbo where there is a person who watches TV screens. So he's like basically. Well, I don't even know how to describe it. I might have to get this. Well, I'll I'll try my best. You, 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 so um, there's a man who watches te- televisions. They're all like old CRT televisions, all around old. What all does in CRT a wall. mean? Cathode ray, like you know, old style tube television, big old fat heavy fuckers. Yeah. So, but I mean, that's kind of just part of the aesthetic, I guess. But like on each one is a first person, real life feed of a living human that he's watching. So it turns out that he selected everyone on these screens, and it's his like responsibility to just take notes, Mm. like. it's a pretty like uh, you know it's a it's a strange premise like you know but it's so they're in purgatory they're in what I mean they're they're alive so the, the people on the t- TV are actually alive right the guy watching the TV it turns out used to be alive but is now one of these selector people who just watches the tellies and it, the set. In, in this world is just like a an American plain country home. Sure. With these tellies. And it's, it's all very, like, um, low budget. Um, anyway, what happens is one of these screens... When, when these people die mm. and one of them dies unexpectedly, the, the overseer has to interview souls for a replacement so it's 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 really quite difficult to explain okay. but 
as as far as the themes of the movie, it's just a movie. A replacement that, to take to take place the form of that person. Yeah, or uh, just to, to be basically a replacement it's person the, in the that entire screen. movie is kind of he's interviewing people to decide which one of the spirits should actually get to live a life. Right. And all those not chosen just kind of disappear. Right. So that's that. That's nine days. It's um sounds really interesting. It's an arty, independent, like really well produced, nicely acted. So check that one out and um, we'll discuss it in a upcoming episode. Absolutely we will. Um, did you get a chance to watch um, Reservation Dogs? No. no did you? No, no. No. I'll cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what did we just watch? We watched... So we, we've just watched um, the 1978 Neil Innes um, and Eric Idle film The Ruttles. Which was a film um, made by Neil Innes and, and Eric, Eric Idle. Um, so Eric Idle's TV program post Monty Python was the Rutland Weekend Television Rutland Weekend Special, I think it was called. Um, and a, a little segment on that on one of the episodes was Neil Innes doing, Neil Innes who, who was in the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band and he did all the music for Monty Python. So he was um, the minstrel in the Holy Grail. Right. Brilliant, superb guy. Um, died last year, I believe, oh. very early. Very, very terrifically sad. There's a great episode of I Am The Egg Pod in which they interview him at Abbey Road. Um, well worth a listen. Um, so they did this one segment on, on Rutland Weekend Special um, that was then picked up by Lorne Michaels and the Saturday Night Live guys um, and got a lot of interest and they kind of commissioned, uh, a, I think it started off as a TV special, it's only an hour and six minutes. Mm. Um, and it's it's a history, it's a, a mockumentary of the Ruttles, which are the prefab four, so it's pretending to be the Beatles. So it's 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 um, going through the Beatles' career, the Ruttles' career, um, and it's as good a precy of the Beatles' career as any documentary about the Beatles you can mm. find. It's superb. the The music was is all made by Neil Innes, and um, apparently he went. He didn't base it on any specific songs. He didn't listen to the Beatles while he was making the music. He 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 went in and specifically didn't kind of try and base it on specific songs. He went into to, uh, the recording studios. It, it seemed like I mean I I'm not uh, maybe okay carry on. No, I was I was just going to say actually like I didn't recognise the songs, but I put that down. To, I didn't rec I recognised that like. I thought that there, there are, were there very... Are, there are analogues for yeah. the songs. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he, what, what I'm trying to say is, and what, what he, he was quite... He's always been quite... Um, particular. Particular about is that he didn't listen to A Hard Day's Night. Oh, and, and, and just then recreate, do a, a, replay. And A Hard Day's Night pastiche. Right. Right. So all of the, the songs on the Ruttles soundtrack mm. are... Um, there are like four or five Beatles songs that go into it, and a song will be referencing "All My Loving," and a guitar lick from "I Feel Fine" will be in it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 more of a 
mash right. up the it, yeah it's it's, well, it's, it's 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 a it's, it's a um no what's the word i'm trying to think of? it's it's a tribute rather than a pastiche mm. you know it's it's and incredibly clever so um george harrison who was in, in, involved in the pythons at this stage because he funded the life of brian the python's second film um when the financial financial backers of the life of brian got wind of the fact that it was this biblical epic or this mock biblical mm. biblical epic i can't say biblical epic can you say biblical epic biblical epic <laughs> no way. yeah it, i mean i i needed biblical to warm epic. up to, like i've i've cocked that one before i uh, spat it out but you did what did you do i cocked it you know <laughs> cock it Shaun of the Dead. Mm. Um, so the financiers for Life of Brian backed mm. out. Right. And they were halfway through filming this epic and suddenly were, were, were you know, up Pooh Creek Son's paddle. Um, and Harrison funded it. And he always said that it was the most expensive cinema ticket anyone's ever paid. <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, which then, so he, he's, he's got a cameo in Life of Brian and, and made... That experience went into him setting up handmade films, which made a series of films um, with Nell and I. Is a is a handmade films. Right. Um, a lot of British indie cinema in the eighties is through handmade films. Really good stuff. Um, some Terry Gilliam stuff, I think, as well. Um, that all went tits up because his business partner screwed him over, and and like until the end of his life, he was fighting in in courts. Right. Anyway, that's beside the point. Um, so George, the, the Beatles, after the split, were working on a documentary called The Long and Winding Road, which later became the Beatles anthology. And Harrison handed um, Eric Idle this cache of, of, of footage that no one had ever seen. So all of the, the Ruttles, all you need is cash documentary is based and reproduced from these bits of footage, which later ended up in the Beatles anthology and have later mm -hmm. become you know, ubiquitous on documentaries. Yeah. And it's lovingly, lovingly made. It's superbly made. And as, as a Beatles nerd, all of the references and all the, you know, all the instruments are right, the clothes are right, the camera angles are right, the, 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 the patina of, of the film on any given shot is right. And it's eminently quotable, like all Python stuff is, right? Um, Mick Jagger's in it, and he's probably the best thing in it is Mick Jagger being, yeah, he's being as loose and Mick Jagger as, as, as you can imagine. But quite um, natural. Yes. Like, yeah. it, did he act in other things? Or? Yeah, he's, he, uh, until recently, I mean, he was in a film last year, um, a lot of fucking awful stuff mm. and some reasonably decent stuff. Um, so as a Beatles nerd, mm. it's got many levels of amazingness. As a non-Beatles aficionado, it it's it's funny in a in a Eric Idle comedy kind of way, right? You know, I enjoyed the the British humour, like the lang just the language humour of yeah. it. Um, so and the music's brilliantly produced. It's it's all very like entertaining and even uh, you know having having a very 
uh, you know, distant relationship with the Beatles. It, and that's why I like what I was saying earlier is like hearing songs that, that so well um, encapsulate the, yeah. the, the feel of it rather than specific songs necessarily yeah. made me think, oh, maybe this is a song, this is a, this is a piss take of a specific song that I yeah. don't, I'm not that familiar with. But the feel is right. Yeah, yeah. Even. And some of them are close enough that I think, oh, yeah, this is clearly that song. Yeah. But then others are just kind of just capture the, the feel and the moment. There are some songs which I think are better songs than <laughs> the Beatles songs. Like um, Let's Be Natural, I think is like a generic kind of white album track. And I think it's so good. Mm. Um, Cheese and Onions is so good. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it was, you know, a lot of, of just funny moments. Yeah. And um, it's so, it's available free on YouTube, although yeah. it has adverts, even though currently I've got Prime YouTube, Premier, pre Premium? Prim I have, at the moment I have <laughs> Premium YouTube and I still had adverts, so I don't know what that's all about. Yeah, um, 10 seconds and skippable. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 it's a small thing. But um, yeah, it's 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 definitely worth a watch if if you have a passing interest in. Yeah, I mean, it, if if you like so the Beatles, you've probably already those, seen it's, it. Right? It's the, a foot in various camps, isn't it? So if 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 you're remotely into the Pythons, then yeah. it scratches a Python itch. And it's kind of it's it's less. It's slightly more palatable than than Python, possibly less surreal. Like, yeah, less surreal and and less like non sequitur. Like yeah. Um. So, you know, it it is kind of you know silly, silly yeah. some silliness with like Eric Idle just like randomly turning up in city in the wrong city and just t speaking one sentence to camera or whatever. You know, like the just little moments yeah. like that, which are, are quite funny, but. Um, but yeah, I, I, not being familiar with all of the analogs of the characters, yeah. um, they still provided like good comical value. Yeah. Um, you know, with a, what's the guy with a wooden leg? Leggy Mount Batten. <laughs> They've got brilliant Who names. tragically goes to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> so Leggy Mount Batten is, is the analogue for Brian Epstein, yeah. who was the, the Beatles uh, manager, who died in 1967 while the Beatles were in on a, on a retreat with the Maharishi mm. in, in Wales. Mm. <laughs> Except in this one, he goes to Bogner. <laughs> and just... So the the footage of the the shocked and stunned that he stormed. Look on YouTube of the Beatles talking about uh, uh, Brian Epstein, and it's it's exactly the same. Yeah. It's, it's spooky, but in this one, Brian Epstein doesn't die. Leggy Mountbatten goes to <laughs> Australia, <laughs> which is deeply tragic. Yeah, not yeah. to be overcome with grief. So I I. I uh... <laughs> The reason I even brought what, this one up, I brought this... What I, was it about the trousers, Danny? They're very tiny. <laughs> um, and it was deeply tragic when they, they became uh, hooked on tea. Yes. Oh, the, well, I was thinking this is like a good thing for the show. I could actually yes. take some snippets of that. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, on, sorry. No, that's it. I, I, I think uh, the reason I brought up the Rattles was, as I said last week, we had a visit from my good friend Steve and Di, and um, he's a big Rattles fan. Yeah. And I think I said last week he wants to play Say one of the again. songs. He wants it. Yeah. Whoever's listening to this yeah. probably didn't listen last week. Um, yeah, he wants to play one of the Rattles songs. So I just thought, oh, I, I expected you probably will have seen yeah. it, but it would. It, it was probably a good one for us to discuss because yeah. already you know you've got all the in- historical context to talk <laughs> all about. the nerdy shit yeah it's you you know the stuff so well that you're not shying away from the, the not getting nervous and talking quiet oh well i think it's this isn't it so yeah that's the rattles and I, interestingly that the song that you're going to play with steve mitchell on mm. the 28th of december, december at the golden bay in marpua what a plug i know right smooth um, is get up and go luscious and luscious and fruity luscious and fruity <laughs> it's get up and go which is the analog for get back which i actually thought while we were watching those scenes that you're going to see in the peter jackson thing right when is that coming out? 20 25th of november so it's only november three weeks yeah Ooh. and you'll have to come over. we'll watch it yeah, here we'll mum's gonna come and stay and we'll have a drink and we'll um you'll be away you sure you want to watch it here yeah, man. I've got surround sound speakers. I don't mind your mum. I can't She's drink lovely. at your house. You can, if your mum can drive. Mum can't drive. <laughs> what the world doesn't need is mum driving. So the song that you're, you're going to do is Get Up and Go, which was, so all, all of the Beatles, three of the Beatles, uh, Lennon, Harrison and, and, and Barry Wom. <laughs> And Ringo Starr, um, he became two hairdressers. Um, all listened to and watched and loved the Ruttles, and so heard it all before it was released. And 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 Lennon said to Neil Innes, "Look, th- this is the one that's a bit too close to the bone. This, this actually is just a, a cover with different words, basically." Mm, and yeah. I, I, he's right. Yeah. Um, so I think on the, on the vinyl edition on the record edition, Get Up and Go, isn't on it right. for that, for copyright reasons. Um, McCartney always kept tight-lipped about his reaction to it um, mm. in later years because the Ruffles has had such a huge following and everyone loves it. He's kind of said, oh, yeah, it's great. You know, he's not from Birmingham. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it was a bit too... I think possibly um, the section at the end with Dirk McQuickly getting married is a little bit cruel to McCartney. And, and the Ruttles is not a cruel thing, mm. right? The Ruttles is incredibly mm. warm about the Beatles. But I, I think possibly that's a little bit cruel. Right. The bit at the end with, with um, Paul and Linda. and <laughs> It's funny and, and pointed, yeah. but, but I, I can imagine that would be, yeah. A bit close to home. A bit close to the bone. Close to bone. Yep, so that's the Ruttles. Um, thumbs up from the Sugary Brew crew. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Go get Ruttling. Uh, in the Ruttles, the George going Indian song, the Stig O'Hara going Stig O'Hara, who was in the Beach Boys. I mean, it's quality stuff going on. Um, the guy that played Stig O'Hara. The, the, the Indian track, I think, is better than anything. The Beatles did of the Indian. And it has the... the, 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 the infinite um, quality of 
brevity. It's like a minute and a half. And it's so good. The lyrics are so clever. Thinking about it, there's a track, Beatles track called Being a Light, which I think is sublime. And that's so. I don't mean that it's the best Indian track. Do you think? Um, but it is delightful. Do you think um, it was George Harrison's involvement that allowed them access to all those, you know, famous musicians of the sure. time? Um, um, to cameo and and more than cameo, really. I mean, are they cameo. I get, yeah, does it, it, cameo? Absolutely cameo. Cameo. Um, I think. Word up. What? Everybody say. <laughs> that's a cameo song. I like it. Thanks. I don't think it is. I think Paul, George Harrison, a Beatles. Paul, Paul in, Simon. <laughs> I think, like producing anything like that, I think a, a big name, and you certainly didn't get bigger names than Beatles in the mid 70s. You don't get bigger names than if, you know, McCartney signed on to something, everyone else signs on immediately, right? Mm. Um, but it also, Eric Idle was huge at the time, you know. Um, Life of Brian was a massive hit. Mm. And, you know, the, the other sort of one of the trio of, 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 of um, fields that the Ruttles was, was based on was um, the Saturday Night Live crew. And they were hugely popular and influential as well. So you get all of those together and, and it's going to become not difficult to get cameos. There was a lot, of, a lot of big cameos. Uh, um, Bill Murray, um, Dan Aykroyd. Uh, John Belushi, John Belushi. Which, oh, there James, are two Belushi's, aren't they? James. Belushi. I think it was John Belushi. John Belushi. One of the Belushi's. The Blues Brothers one. Yeah, yeah. And all of that stuff was was was. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Very good. Yeah, we done that. Go I've on. said that already. Right. So that's it, I suppose. I've got nothing left. All right. Well, um, join us next week. We're going to take December it's... off, but we're going to do a Christmas special. We'll do a Christmas special, which will have. All the unreleased stuff. It won't. Because can won't. you imagine how bad the unreleased yeah. stuff would be? Uh, welcome back. Welcome back. Okay, okay bye. bye. So we'll see you next week. Um, thank leave, you for listening. Thank you for listening. Um, please spread the word. Like and subscribe. Um, sign up to our Patreon. Um, we don't have a Patreon. I know, but, but do leave us fun. a voicemail on Anchor FM. Anchor fm slash sugary brew and there's a button there where you can leave us a voicemail that would be terrific jen we haven't heard from you for more than one word for a long time (laughs) please get in touch we need to have you on we miss you (laughs) okay bye have a cup of tea have a cup of tea have a cup of tea